Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We got a beautiful show. We got some beautiful hosts. We got a beautiful game. We got taste. We got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats. And we won't stop talking. We won't give it a rest And as a matter of fact It's time to get it off our chests Cricket, 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 cricket Hello and welcome to County Cricket Natters Yes, we're back at last uh, It feels like a long break and, and it feels like the summer's here um, With me, I have Dan Whiting Hello, Annie And I also have Harry Everett as our Sam Dallin replacement. Hello, Harry. Is that the first time I've been compared to Sam Dallin? Same voice, isn't it? People can't tell us apart. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, welcome to County Cricket Natters, and I'm going to pass you across to Harry, and uh, he's going to run through Division 1. Yeah, no real surprises in Division 1 this week. Uh, Essex Middlesex started a day late, but actually finished on day three. There were no draws. They're all, all positive results, you could say, but sometimes a draw can be a positive result, depending on the situation. So, yeah, sorry, we better start with the leaders. Sorry, storm to victory, basically. Ben Folks scored another 100. Nice to see Cam still in the runs. Sorry, with no Moriarty or Verdi getting their side this year, they've gone for the batting of Cam Steele with a bit of part-time leg spin, and most of the seamers doing the job. Ed Barnard continued his one-day cup form. He got five from the first innings, and only Burgess really got runs for Worcestershire in their first innings. He got 54. Worcestershire, 161 all out. Roach and Warwick. West Indian and Australian. Australian. Sorry, Warwickshire. <laughs> what did I say? Worcestershire. Oh, they're so similar. I was going to get onto that later with all the moves with Ethan Brooks joining Hose and Pollock. There we go. I'm jumping the gun <laughs> for next year. But no, yeah, Warwickshire really struggled in this one, to be honest with you. Warrell got five from the second innings. Clark got four for 26. And it was all done by 10.45. They... Had to go overnight that frustration. They couldn't get on the golf course that early on day four, but they got it done. And uh, sorry, well, top. No one's going to catch him, let's be honest. They just need a couple of points to confirm it officially, but they're going to win it. Yeah, Harry, you were uh, on dangerous ground there because Worcestershire and Warwickshire, they really don't like each other. I, I know a load of Worcestershire fans and they despise. Uh, uh, Warwickshire. They've even got a podcast, I think, saying I'd rather be a pear than a bear. And uh, yes, I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the feelings mutual as well. A few years ago, when Worcestershire had all those appeals after all the flooding at New Road, a couple of Warwickshire fans said that they were going to donate crocodiles to the flood appeal. So uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was just reading the cricketer. I'm reading about Ethan Brooks getting the love for Worcestershire from. Ed Pollock and Adam Hose and Ethan Brooks saying how keen he is to join Worcestershire for next year. So he's going to be reunited with a couple of teammates. Two-year deal, he's going to be joining the new road outlet. Mm. But yeah, we better get out of the Aegeus Bowl next, I suppose. Go on, Warwick's not a happy place, is it? It's, um, 
something's not right there. You know, they they, they had a really good uh, Metro Bank One Day Cup campaign where they won their group, and then as soon as they have a big game, their fans were moaning, saying that they bottle it in effect. Um, I, think I, mean, they... I don't know. If, I don't know if they bottle it or whatever. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they came up against a very good Hampshire side, but they capitulated when the pressure was on, and their batting, I think, isn't quite right. And I, I'm not sure everything is all tickety boo. No, they've brought in Braithwaite, haven't they? To um, well, to help with the batting, but uh, unfortunately, he didn't really help with the batting this time. But um, I, I agree. They, there's, they're definitely there's something going on because they're they're not getting the scores that they should be getting. Yeah. Well, even more weirdly, they brought in Billy Godalman, didn't they, from Derbyshire, thirty-four year old on a short-term loan. I mean, that's a pretty bizarre signing, I thought. And yeah. Hamza, Hamza Sheikh's doing well for England under nineteens. Personally, I know you can't win England under nineteens, but I'll be giving Hamza Sheikh a game in the next couple of weeks. He looked absolutely superb in the one-day cup. A real exciting talent and. He's got to get in. I mean, Ed Barnard batting up the order I like. He did so yeah. well in the one-day cup. He's a quality player. That makes sense. It's nice to see Dan, Dan Mousley get some runs. But, yeah, they, they are struggling with the bat. Yeah, they are a little bit. But it's not easy. Surrey, I mean, Surrey have sort of more or less wrapped the title up. And it's not often I acknowledge Surrey, but fair play to them. Yeah, no, and as I was saying, Roach back for them, is a, it's, it's a really feel-good thing, I think, because he's been... Very loyal to Surrey, and I think that's a really nice thing to have someone that, that uh, an overseas that keeps coming back. Right, I was going to go to the GS Bowl next. Um, <laughs> Do you have to? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll try and be a little bit positive. Somerset toiling on their travels again, and Liam Dawson. I mean, was it a few weeks ago? One hundred and twelve for Somerset actually started pretty well. No one getting the fifty in the top five. Tom Press struggling again with a duck. Toby Albert this time opening with Fletcher Middleton. They've had a few different opening partnerships down at Hampshire. Ian Holland, Gubbins, Middleton, Albert. Gubbins went to three and he got 49 in the first innings and he got 100 in the second innings. But Somerset would probably have taken 308 all out. Um, good to see Jack Brooks, who we were hoping might make a late appearance on the pod. You never know, depending on his child duties. Five for 56 for Jack. And Lewis Gregory, despite his knee injuries and looking like 45-year-old sometimes, managed to get a three-foot and fair play to him. Lewis Gregory kept coming in a really hot day. Well, really hot four days, as we all know, we'll mention enough times. And I think Somerset would have been happy they had taken that, but then 137 all out. The first innings woes with the bat. Someone tells me Somerset has still got a few batting bonus points, but I don't believe it. They never yeah, seem to actually to believe, get big runs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but the weirdest thing was Andy and me came into the side. I think 95% of Somerset fans or county cricket fans thought he was going to open and he came at number four. Lo and behold, he top scored anyway. The, the, the bloke who's just top scored in I reckon, 90% of his innings in the last month. Uh, he was the only one to get over 30. Lamaby got 27 off 80 balls. But what, what else can we say about Somerset struggles in the first innings? It was Liam Dawson and the Keith Barker show with the ball. They're a quality bowling attack, but I still think Somerset could have done better on a not not a pitch that was doing loads. Really, a flattish pitch that they just bowled. It's the you know it's September, so it's gonna it's gonna take some turn, but it wasn't doing loads in the first innings. Anyway, and Hampshire did not enforce the follow on. They batted to three hundred thirty for three. As I said, Gubbins got his hundred. Vince got sixty odd, and. 
Then Somerset actually batted again, as usual. As we know, we could have guessed his scorecard, really, any Somerset fan. They did better in the fourth innings. Somerset second <laughs> innings, 316 all out. Curly Cadmore whacked 80-odd. Sean Dixon got 60, which is good for him. And Lewis Gregory and Ben Green both got 30. But it wasn't enough. It looked like when James Rue was there with Tiller, Tom Curly Cadmore, they dug in for a while. Well, Rue dug in while Curly Cadmore did his thing. He thought they were going to get somewhere. But Liam Dawson, four for 80. Liam Dawson with 107 wickets in the match and Hampshire a pretty useful side at home and Somerset just need to solve their problems with the bat, you'd say. Yeah, I mean, Hampshire has sort of blooded some good youngsters this year. Toby Albert, you mentioned there. I think he's a young lad from Basingstoke and North Hans Cricket Club. He's a decent player. Fletcher Middleton's had a really good year. Son of Tim Middleton. Uh, he's ex-Hampshire as well. I think he's their batting coach. As well. Or Tony Middleton, sorry. Uh, he's their batting coach. Uh, Jack Brooks, 40 next year. <laughs> if only the government had made schools out of Jack Brooks' concrete, then we wouldn't be in this mess because he just goes on and on and on. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a, he's a bit Anderson-esque, isn't he? Um it was lovely to see uh, Brooks getting a fifer. I have to admit, and uh, yeah, like uh, Harry was saying, we in the when we got um, Hampshire out for uh, three hundred and eight, it looked okay. But but of course, our, our batting in our first innings always lets us down, and I, I I don't understand where why it happens. It's it's almost every time you can tell that they're going to be out cheaply. And it's good to have a meet in the side and 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 getting runs and and things like that. But and and Wagner didn't do much on his debut, did he, Harry? No, I mean I love I love Wagner to bits. Um, watching the Test match in New Zealand, watched him in so much cricket over the last few years and loved him. Brilliant for Essex, but just a bit of a weird signing for Somerset to put any money into overseas when they're only going to finish mid table. I just found that a bit bizarre. He's a great signing, and we need some bowlers with Casey Aldridge injured, Alfie yeah. Oldbourne injured. Craig Overton now in the England squad for the the three Ireland ODIs and he's had an injury as well. So, and you, you know we know Lewis Gregory and Jack Brooks have had injuries and Josh Davy too. So we needed a bowler to be fair, but they could have whacked Ned Leonard in there, I thought, or just given Goldsworthy a go and bowled a bit more spin. But anyway, you know he, he'll probably get some wickets in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, needs a bit of bounce, a bit of, a few short balls. Well, yeah, he didn't bowl <laughs> quite as many as I thought he would actually. No, definitely not. Right, do you want to move on to Northamptonshire, Lancashire? We'll go with Northampton back in the first innings. And Sam Whiteman, a guy I really like. Big fan of Sam Whiteman. Had a good chat with him at the start of the season. Him and his Birkenstocks, really good character, really good guy. It's his last last innings, his last, well, his last match for Northampton. He got 79 in the first innings. Of course, Northampton's going to have Privy Shaw back next year to play in Division 2. Fair play is committed, committed at this stage. And that's going to be exciting for Division 2 cricket followers. Um, Lancashire's first innings there was massive 524 all out in reply 142 and a half overs they batted for Josh Bohannon overtook James Rue in the County Championship Division 1 top run scoring stakes 175 off 294 balls what a knock from Josh Bohannon fair play and he was backed up by another young lad talking to the youth coming through George Balderson they've both been knocking around the one day cup and the County Championship in recent times and Balderson 115 Really good knock from him. Even Tom Bailey, down at number 10, he got 77 off 75 balls with four sixes. I believe that was the career best, striking over 100. Um, Mr. White got four for. That was the only real bowling figures to shout about. Rob Keogh and Tom Taylor both brought up their hundreds off their bowling figures. Tom Taylor, of course, isn't going to be at North Ants next year. 
he's a real blow. I think he's a quality, mm. quality player. I loved it in that T10 Edge Baston when the one-day cup was rain-affected. I really enjoyed it when he came into bat and just whacked it through the covers to the short side. Watch that back on YouTube. A 50-over game reduced down and Tom Taylor sort of a pinch hitter, whacked it everywhere. The North Ant second innings saw Whiteman get another 50. So signed off in style. A few chip-ins, a few starts, but no one really went big for North Ants. They were 266 all out with Luke Wells getting a five for another career best. Tom Bailey with a bat. Luke Wells with the ball, five for 25. The first ever first-class five first for Luke Wells. And Lancashire won by innings and 26 runs. Yeah, I think I think you're doing down Zabe. He, he's done quite a bit for um, North Ants this season and, and he had quite a good game. He got a 31 and a 45, so not too bad from him at all. I think it was pretty frustrating. When you get in, don't go on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All is not well at North Hans. Andrew Rad, the BBC correspondent, uh, put a tweet out the other day saying that he had a very difficult interview to make. And I think there are certain things going on behind the scenes, not just on the playing side, but I think there are, there are other things going on at North Hans. And, you know, I worry for them a little bit because, yeah. you know, you don't want to see them finish down at the bottom of Division 2 next year as well. And they're, you know, they're good people up at Northampton. I always enjoy my trips up there as well, up, up to Northampton, mm. apart from when they served me chicken, potato and broccoli for four I days. I was going to say, you didn't say that a couple of years ago. You were a bit rude, weren't you, about their food? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It was Dan Norcross. Oh, uh, was it Dan Norcross? Yeah, Dan All right, Norcross. yeah. You, yeah. you kind I've of... I've always been polite. I've always liked <laughs> Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dan Norcross, absolutely. Um, and that, that takes Lancashire up, up to the top of the, you know, near the top of the table. So uh, that'd be good for them, but um, they're still a long way back. Yeah, they can't catch, sorry. Jimmy Anderson's not going to play this September. Dane Villas is going to retire at the end of the year. So there's not going to be many changes for thought. Give the youngsters a go. Another shout out for North Ants. Worth mentioning that Graham White's retiring. He's been te- t- two's head coach, a bit of fielding, a bit of spin coaching. Really like Graham White. Still what he was in that 2016, wasn't it? When David Willey got the runs in that T20 last final win. So shout out to him too. Yeah. Right, should I get on to the, the last game? Yep. The one that started a day late. So Essex Middlesex. Now, if you have to. In, well, yeah. <laughs> if we go going into this game, there was weird. Like I was trying to keep tabs on it. I'm not an expert on visas and passports, but it's a bit of a shambles with Giant Yadav. He was waiting waiting, waiting, is he allowed to go, he's in Delhi, can he get his passport back, can he arrive? And the poor Indian off-spinner couldn't get it, so he wasn't allowed to play. So there's one overseas from India, Umesh Yadav played for Essex, but Middlesex couldn't have their spinner. Middlesex will also have Lewis Deploy for next year, and that is another big sign. He he might be eligible to play for England in 2024, but a little bit early to say that yet, we'll see what happens. Anyway, back to the game. Essex, 304 all out. Brown and Cook, proper opening partnership. Probably one of the best opening partnerships there's been in the county championship the last five years. Well, since yeah. Isaac Cook retired, anyway. They put on 122 for the first wicket. The two left-handers, almost identical figures. No one else got 50, but chip-ins. Matt Critchley got 36 and 304 all out. Washington with 37 as well. So, decent effort, decent score. But Josh DeCares, now I love this bloke. Love watching him bowl off-spin. Everyone knows, everyone in cricket knows he's Michael Atherton's son, despite the different surname, but ridiculous. He just kept getting wickets. I, I read every single live text. I text Jed Scott during it, and we talk about the live text on the BBC, and I'm always watching on YouTube as well. And I, I just love that he took eight for 106. And then after the first innings, there was all this pressure on Simon Harmer. 
it was like Simon Harmer watch. If Josh DeCares can get eight foot, Simon Harmer's going to get 12. Oh, he's going to get 10. He can get 10 foot. You know, Simon Harmer's going to take all of them. And, and he didn't. And I thought it was wonderful that a young lad almost outbowled Simon Harmer. Coming for second innings, Jamie Porter got six for Sam Cook got three for Simon Harmer only got one wicket. 179 all out, 44 for Higgins. And Josh DeCares himself was 29 not out. He's a batter, really. Exactly, He's a batter and he batted exactly. nine. <laughs> <laughs> got an eight for him, batted nine. Anyway, Essex second innings, you know, what's Josh DeCares going to do this time? He opened the bowling with Ethan Bamber. Ethan Bamber, who's done some great work for opening up cricket, mm-hmm. former Exeter Uni lad. Um, he would, you'd expect him to take the new ball, but Josh DeCares to take the new ball, I thought was great. And poor old Roland Jones didn't come on till second change. Um, 84 for Isaac, of course, the man still got it. Matt Critchley also got 65, so over 100, up to 100 odd runs in the match for Critchley. And a 47 for captain Tom Wesley. So 319 for seven, decent second dig from Essex. You look at that, that's outscoring their first innings. But yeah, only two wickets, two for 84 for Josh DeCare, a little bit more expensive. And then the Middlesex second innings, finishing off 147 all out. Nothing to shout about from a batting point of view. And Simon Harmer at last came to the party. Five for 43. And Uma Shadev, three for 32. Again, the, the overseas seamer coming on second chain. Sorry, Jamie Porter and Sam Cook hit the new ball, mate. And Simon Harmer's pretty good first chain. So you might have all your test history, Yadav, but you've got to come on second change. And Essex won by 297 runs and that was finished on day three. And Essex are, well, they're the ones that have got a chance, haven't they? They're, they're in second place. They got 100, 187 points to Surrey's 205. So the only ones that really got a chance of catching Surrey, but I still don't think they will. Yes, Dan, come. You can talk about Middlesex. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's been a grim season. Um, Josh DeKez, 10 for. He's turning into their frontline spinner, isn't he? He really is. He, he's He's gone from an owning batter to someone who goes down at number eight or number nine now and, you know, can pick up tempers. He's a, he's a good cricketer. He's a product of St. Albans School, uh, where Mark Eilert was the coach there. He's from Radlett Cricket Club. And um, I've got a lot of time for him. I think he's, he's going to be a quality cricketer. He's still, what is he, 23? He's still young. He's so. still really young and he looks like Michael Atherton as well. <laughs> that's that's allowed, isn't it? That's understandable. <laughs> bit of the Felix organ to him, I always think. That these off spinners who open the batting and then, oh, we'll put you down eight or nine. Well, you are allowed to open the batting and bowl off spin. I, I don't quite get why organ gets mistreated and chucked around and not picked and put in eight, eight and nine and decares. I think sometimes just let them bat and bowl off spin. But anyway, I'm I not think that's fair enough. Should we go to yep. uh, Division Two, Dan? That's uh, your bag. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, let's start off up at Chesterley Street, Durham v Sussex. Nice local one for Sussex there. I'm sure their fans <laughs> yeah, travel. I'm sure their fans travel in their hordes up there. Uh, Sussex got 266. The three Toms at the top of the order. 
There's more Toms than in the alleyway behind my house over there. So, <laughs> um, Clark, Haynes and Allsop, they all got 50s. There was four wickets there for Matt Parkinson as well. He's, I think he's on loan at Durham before his move next year. Yeah. So, uh, he got four. Uh, Durham then got a whopping 505 for nine. There were hundreds for Alex Lees yet again. Graham Clark, he's had a good year. He mm. was sort of as a, a white ball specialist. And he got his first 100 against Gloucestershire at Bristol in June or May, I think it was. And he, he's just gone from strength to strength. And the new broom at Durham, Ryan Campbell and Marcus North, the sort of think tank there, the coaching staff, seem to think he's good enough to play Red Bull cricket and they've been proved right. Baz Leader as well, he got 100. Sussex then responded with 295. There was 80 for the man with the worst haircut in cricket, Ollie Carter. Four more <laughs> for Parkey as well. And then Durham got the 57 runs needed, only three down to win by seven wickets. Durham now, I think, need five points to mathematically ensure promotion. But, I mean, they were almost up by June, weren't they, Annie? Yeah, they've they've had a great season, haven't they? And look, just really strong bowling, um, just generally all round, really great side, and uh, it's, it's really nice to see. And I, I'm I'm sad for Sussex because, uh, like you say, it's a, a long way to go, um, and they've actually uh, produced some good games and and some good results this season. But uh, no, it wasn't to be. They were um, definitely outclassed by Durham. Harry, Ryan yeah. Campbell, I mean, there's a, there's a story there. He almost died, didn't he, uh, 18 months ago. I think he was given a 7% chance of survival. I believe now that he's completely fine. It was a heart issue, wasn't it? He had a big heart attack. He's now completely fine. I don't know if he's had medication or whether he's had surgery to, to actually sort himself out. But what a signing as a coach. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of Durham and Ryan Campbell's done a wonderful job. I've read a lot about the psyche and the pre-match talks, well, the pre-season talks. And they went out to Zimbabwe, I think it was, and won every single pre-season match. And you don't read a lot into pre-season, but that takes some momentum and some positivity and some confidence into the season. And, you know, Baz, the leader's coming and they're playing basketball, aren't they? So, um, no, I, <laughs> I really like Durham. And I love that Alex Lees is getting runs. He was... Too slow and boring for Yorkshire. Wasn't as good as Adam Live. It felt like he was playing for Hoyle and Swain in the Huddersfield Cricket League and wasn't doing that well. He's coming to Durham. He's got over a thousand runs and he could break Stephen Uto's record for the, the highest score in Durham opening batter in a season, I think, if he gets enough runs the next couple of games. They could break their record for the most batting bonus points in the next couple of games. So, yeah, massive, massive season for Durham. And worth mentioning on Sussex, Tetishwar Pajara did not get 100 runs no. in the match. Four and 50. No. What a shock failure for the man. Yeah. Well, who's going up with Durham? Let's go to Worcester because I think they're the favourites. They got 284, I think that reads in my, my yes. scribbled notes here. Uh, Basil, uh, sorry, Basil, Brett D'Olivera. <laughs> I'm showing my age here. <laughs> Brett D'Olivera, he got 74. Uh, Glamorgan were then bowled out for 170. There was four wickets there for Logan Van Beek. Uh, Worcestershire then responded with 145. There was five wickets there for Jamie McElroy. I was doing my research on Jamie McElroy the other week. He's only 29. He looks 49. 
he Don't looks, tell him that. He must have had the hardest <laughs> paper round going, I tell you. Anyway, uh, that set Glamorgan, quite a stiff target. They only managed 179. Billy Root, he got 84, but it wasn't enough. Worcestershire won by 80 runs. Worcestershire, new coach there as well, Harry. Alan Richardson, he's with Kadir Ali as well. Again, really good sort of really good signings. Yeah, they 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 got youngsters coming through, haven't they? I mean, Cashy Valley is a quality player. I, I've watched him in the One Day Cup, and the way he flays it over the covers, he's got some real, real flair and talent. I love Azar Ali; it's just a solid top one, well, number three to to sort of bat around. We know Jake Libby's quality. Roderick come up from Gloucestershire and. You know, it could see him, you know, he got 43 at the top of the order as a wicketkeeper. You don't often see him opening the batting. Adam Hose, I love, and, you know, he was at Somerset and I, I miss him at Somerset, to be honest with you. And good to see him getting some runs. Didn't play that much championship cricket. They've got sort of a mix, Worcestershire. They've got a few signings, as I said, from Warwickshire for next year. Well, Ethan Brooks is coming in. That's the latest. It'll be interesting to see where he slots in. But big fan of Worcestershire. I went to New Road for the first time last week Beautiful, to watch them play New Zealand in a tour match. Yes, yeah, so nice. I didn't realise how beautiful it is. And, Lovely vibe, they're lovely set up. The tiny little grass bank I love over by the car park, and yeah, I, it's right I, I just in the love this Yeah, yeah, which I really, really like as well. Yeah, yeah, I like my trips to New Road as well. You can often find me on the steps of the ladies' pavilion, covered in I crumbs bet. from the cakes there. So uh, um, they're good people up there. They know their cricket. They're playing a brand of quite aggressive cricket, Worcestershire, and it's working for them. So fair play. They're the favourites. But hot on their tails are mm. Leicestershire. Mm. And it was a rerun of the semi-final of the yeah. Metro Bank One Day Cup, which <laughs> uh, we, we don't like to talk about here because Gloucestershire's <laughs> campaign was a little bit like my love life. It sort of, you know, there was a lot of fuss, reached the semi, and then that was the end of it. So uh, <laughs> anyway, <you> <laughs> Gloucestershire batted first, 159, not enough. Chris Dent, 51, Scriven. Did the damage. He got four for 30. Leicestershire then responded 244. Rishi Patel, 73. It's great to see one Rishi in this country doing something this summer, isn't it? Yeah, and adding isn't it? contributions. Yeah. <laughs> Zaman Akhtar, he got four. Four for 46. He's a really good bowler. I rate him highly. Uh, Gloucestershire then responded with 212. Actor got 41. They had Leicestershire seven for two. They got uh, um, Budinger and Patel out. Josh Shaw got both wickets. But then Lewis Hill and Colin Ackerman saw Leicestershire home by eight wickets. Hill 62, Ackerman 93. Leicestershire, can they go to Division One, Annie? Isn't can they do it? I know, isn't it amazing? I mean, they've they've had a such such better season than I, I expected them to have, and and that they had last season. So, well, they're 130. They're they're definitely in with a shout. And and God, they've won three games. I mean, they didn't win anything for ages. So, um, really fantastic for them. I'm 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 really delighted. Harry Rishi Patel, he's had a wonderful year. He's got to be a shoe-in for the England Lions, at the very least, isn't he? Yeah, I love the, the patel Budinger partnership. I love it. It can open all three formats. They just go after the bowling. They just, they just tee off and, and hit the ball hard. And yeah, it's that, it's that bad ball we can mention as much as we like. They play aggressive cricket. I love what Leicestershire are doing. love what Sean Jarvis is doing with the ticketing and yeah, getting people really in. Well, and 
yeah, top, top bloke. I worked with him at Huddersfield Town and he, he's, he's got the interests of the public. Um, while I won this game, I wanted to come in on Gloucestershire because um, Luke Charlesworth got his debut. Um, so he's a seam bowler. They call him a bowling around in the Exeter University and club cricket circles. He, he did bat 11, but I'm quite good mates with a couple of lads he lives he lived with. I play cricket and coach with a couple of the Exeter University lads. And Ben Charlesworth is is the probably the best of the two, the opening bat, the left-hander. But to see Luke Charlesworth get his first wicket caught at slip by Ben Charles with his brother I just thought it was a quality quality moment and yeah big shout out that's just a great moment yeah I'm waiting for Jack and Matt Taylor to play in the same side yeah. as Luke and Ben Charlesworth and Ollie and Tom Price I mean yeah I think yeah, covered. I think there's only been one instance where three brothers have played in the same side ever in the whole history of cricket and that was Zimbabwe back in the 90s where you had the Strangs, the Rennies, and the Flowers, I think. So, yeah, yeah. So that would be amazing, wouldn't it, if, if all three mm. of those played? And there's a chance Gloucestershire are decimated by injuries. I mean, you know, you look at the bowlers there. I don't know who's going to bowl in the game against Derbyshire on Sunday. I really don't because, yeah, I mean, who, who's missing? You've got Delanga, Tom Price was missing with this injured. Van Meeker. Ajit Singh Dale's out for the season. I'm not sure about Paul. I'm not sure if he's he's in or out, but Mm. yeah. They've been so unlucky this season, haven't they? What with the weather and injuries, it's just been incredible. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they have been unlucky, but, you know, you can't keep sort of blaming blaming things. And, you know, they haven't played great. They haven't played great cricket at times. They haven't got enough runs regularly. Um, And... Yeah, I mean, you know, but they, they, yeah, they haven't had the rub of the green at times. Yeah. And what's the latest with Harry Tech? Anyway, has he got an injury knock as well? I read. Yeah, he's got a finger. He did a finger in that game against Leicestershire. So I don't know yeah, whether he's going to play on Sunday. So uh, I love watching him play, though. He's got a, yeah. a hell of a lot of time. He's got a hell of a lot of time. He's going to go really big in one game soon. And when he scores runs, he scores them quickly. Anyway, talking of Derbyshire, they made the trip up to Scarbados and they played bottom of the table Yorkshire after their points deduction. Yorkshire got 297, 58 for James Wharton. There was five wickets there for Anuj Dahl. Um, Derbyshire then responded with 247. Wayne Madsen got 93. Note, he got 93. Uh, There was 52 for Mitchell Wagstaff. I... Looked up Mitchell Wagstaff, and I thought, he's got to be an Aussie. He's from Derby. <laughs> With a name like Mitchell Wagstaff, Wagstaff. I thought, he's got to be an Aussie. He's actually from Derby. So, Yorkshire then got a mammoth 520 for nine. Revis, 106. Finley Bean, 64. George Hill, 79. Shah Massoud, 86. The five wickets there for Alex Thompson. Derbyshire then responded with 293. Wayne Madsen got his second 93 <laughs> of the game and Dominic Best got a fourfer and Yorkshire won leaving Derbyshire in well I mean Derbyshire Gloucestershire is possibly I mean they're, they're not going to finish bottom are they because of Yorkshire's point deduction but I think they're playing for pride in that game on Sunday at Bristol Hi. Annie Yorkshire mm. um, all is not happy up there 
they're not happy anywhere well, by the sounds of it. They're never happy. You said that a lot. <laughs> they're, they're never happy anyway at Yorkshire, but they're they're really they're really not happy. They've had a sort of grim couple of years, and, and now they've had a the, the takeover late... bid. Yeah, mm. Tell, what's going on there? Tell us all about that. Is it Rogerston Royal guy or? Yeah, Rogerston Royals. Um, yeah, it's it's a huge bid. If somebody comes in like that. It's going to be a huge premium on T20 cricket and white oh, ball I know, cricket. I know. Would that sort of be the death of red ball cricket in Yorkshire, do you think, if they came in? And in Yorkshire, it just seems so wrong, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Yes, potentially. It's, it's, the, it's exactly what I would hate to happen. And um, I think it's potentially take, you know, that they have complete control. Of of what happens in the in the cricket in Yorkshire, so of course they would probably be aiming more for T Twenty, and and that's really so. Anyway, here the, the these are the um, three choices they have. So they hand over the club to Graves, and they lose Test match status and reopen all the arguments from the last few years, and they lose major sponsors, exactly. Or they sell the ground to Mike Ashley, or they get multi million investment from India to transform the club. Um, it's a it's a really difficult one. I don't know what members will vote for. Um, to be honest, there's not a lot of choice there, is there? I mean, it's like sort of which of your grandmothers do you want to snog? You know, <laughs> it really is. It, <laughs> you don't it's... generally have three grandmothers, then. <laughs> no, you well, <laughs> no, no, you know, <laughs> um, you, you never know, you never know. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's really. I hope. I hope magically something will happen and the ECB will step forward and say no this isn't going to happen but how how dangerous is it because there's three counties at the moment who are not of the membership model aren't yeah. there uh is it durham yeah. hampshire and north Hants, i think isn't it kent isn't it is it kent i don't know north Hants and hampshire definitely yeah um how dangerous is it for franchises to come in and buy out cricket yeah <laughs> it's it's um very very scary to me it's very very scary some people will find it fine but i'm not in for privatization and i think it's i i love having the member-owned counties and and um i feel a bit bereft about it to be honest yeah harry you uh you're a man who's lived up in yorkshire in his time Mm. Ever, ever ever been to scarbados no, one of the few places I don't oh, I get have. to actually. No, I know, but well, it's weird to see fret. I just find it a mental place. And that roasting hot day last week, what we thirty degrees where it still is now early in the week, and then suddenly the sea fret descends, and you're like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, mm. mental place. And I need to add that to my list. Need to get there. But all, all my Yorkshire mates from uni rave on about Scarbados, and suddenly all the fans come out of the woodwork. They don't go to Headingley. There's hardly any of them go and watch county championship cricket. And as soon as Scarbados comes along, everyone's off work. All the lovely, Yorkshire though. cricketers go it's, and watch. It's got that yeah. really intimate feel that you have a bit at Taunton, um, and it's just it's, it feels old fashioned and it's it's lovely. Mm. Yeah, they put up a new stand there as well, I believe, haven't they? And yeah. it's, uh, I mean, it is. It's all those benches down the side mm. there really sort of give it like a sort of arena don't they like yeah. a sort of atmospheric arena effect and i love it i'm a big fan and i mean it's sort of popularity came from years back when you know the people from 
the coal fields of Yorkshire or whatever used to go to Scarborough on their holidays and mm. used to go and watch a little bit of cricket. And I wrote an article a few years ago about Somerset at Western Supermare. And the Western Festival died basically because Somerset people wouldn't go to Western Supermare on their holidays, would they? Whereas Yorkshire people still go to Scarborough on their holidays. So, Funny, and that was why, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, Harry, about the, um, the whole franchise Yorkshire thing. Uh, yeah, I was trying to stay out of this debate. <laughs> it's, it's it's a scary thing, and that mm. I'm I'm worried it's just the way things are going. It doesn't yeah. mean I agree with it or I like it. I'm worried that money talks in sport, and I I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm not very good no, at the financial and politics either. sides. No, mm. I follow my cricket and the transfers and the players, but I'm not great at all the the business behind the scenes. But there's so much talking, you know, when the Mumbai Indians have a team in every blooming country in the world, it seems like now, it seems like things are going down that route slightly. But, you know, Exeter City's a fan-owned club and they love it. They're proud, you know, and where, where we are in Devon to have a football club that they own. And I think cricket, like you say earlier, it's you want it to be your club, not some bloke in a foreign country on well, Skype and Zoom That calls. is my feeling I'm, I'm because I'm much more community-based and, and think community work and stuff is, is much more important than people give it credit for. And I think there's, you know, members owning stuff like like John Lewis, for example, you, you get that extra special treatment at John Lewis because, you know, the people who work there um, get some of the profit back. So, you know, there's 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 reasons that it's good to have a members own. own. They care about the club. Well, I mean, they moan <laughs> the hell about it, but they care about it. <laughs> I never thought I'd learn about a high street shopping store on a cricket podcast. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to County Cricket Natters, the podcast that's never knowingly undersold. Um, right, Division 2 table. So let's start at the bottom where Yorkshire are propping up the table. They've got 68 points. Gloucestershire then, 84. Derbyshire, 85. Sussex, 116. Glamorgan, 123. Now it gets interesting. Leicestershire, they played 11 games. They're on 130. Worcestershire have played 12 games. They're on 154. Durham are on 198. Worcestershire and Leicestershire still have to play Durham. Mm. Let's see what happens. It really is. It's a very exciting end to the Division 2 season, isn't it? Yep, certainly is. Certainly is. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think it's great that, firstly, I think it's great that Durham having all the crap that they've been through, mm. they yeah. come back, bounce back, and the fans up there, they deserve it. I think it's good to see two of the smaller counties in Worcestershire and Leicestershire as well, you know, sort of doing the business. And one of them's going to be in Division One next year. Mm. Exciting. Yep. That rounds up Division Two. I was just thinking Division 2 is going to be where it's at in September. The excitement, yep. the drama. You think Division 1, the top's done and the bottom's pretty much done. North Ants, Kent, Middlesex, there'll be a little bit to play with. But yeah, I just think keep your eyes on Division 2. It could be an absolute cracker. No, yeah. the real drama's at the Seat Unique Stadium in Bristol this Sunday where Gloucestershire and Derbyshire try and get off the mark for the season. <laughs> and you'll be there, Dan, I'm assuming. I'll be there all four days. Gloucestershire, no bowling. With your pads on. I pray, I you pray your in the car. <laughs> it's not a Bristol flat one. 
because <laughs> I, I just could be like both attacks. I think I've got injury issues, and I just pray it's not one of those slow, low ones at Bristol. I hope there's a little bit in the wicket. Yeah, and, and Somerset have got a, a week off. Can't the M5? Can't the M5? Come up to <laughs> BS7. I'm actually, I'm actually going to sunny Spain myself. Oh, very nice. Oh, Annie, you can't go on holiday in the cricket season. What's that all about? I know, I know. What can I say? Shocking. Not missing an erratics game, though, I'm sure. No. <laughs> anyway, that's it. that's the end of County Cricket Notice for this week, and we'll be back. Well, I won't be back next week because I'll be in Spain, but um, hopefully we'll be back in some form. So, bye-bye. we got some beautiful chats. We got some beautiful stats And we won't stop talking We won't give it a rest And as a matter of fact It's time to get it off our chests Cricket, 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 cricket Podcast Network.